1: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast.
0: This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com.
1: Top five candidates for Houston. You know, I felt stupid. Like, you ever, like, alone, like, trying to think of things, and then you, you, all the time. you feel stupid, like, when you all don't the think time. of it. So, I was, like, writing down ideas for the top five today and, like, do this and that. And I was like, wait a minute. We have all these Houston people and Big 12 people that watch our show. Why don't I just do a top five candidates for Houston? Like, I've been thinking about this for 15 minutes and and 14 of it i won't get back you know like it's like 14 was a waste like what if i would have had a really good idea in that 14 minutes after i just done this which i knew i was going to do this week anyway might as well do it today number five jeff banks from texas uh, seems to be making his way into some buzz about some head coaching uh, i know given the whole uh uh poll uh assassin thing. This is pretty exciting uh, or pretty surprising to a lot of people, but he is kind of climbed up the ladder. He's been an influential, he climbed part- up a pole, a coaching yeah, poll. Yeah. Um, uh, almost said pole monkey, which would have been your fault. Yeah, that's my yeah. <laughs> But, uh, but no, Jeff banks, uh, could be the guy. There's, there's some names in here that one of them I kind of uh, is, is very theoretical, but Jeff banks, I think could be a guy that they look at. Although I do think that this search is going to come down to the last two names on the list. Uh, you know, seemingly it seems that way. But Jeff Banks is an interesting coaching candidate to use. I
0: tell you what, man, they're special teams. They're good. Auburn is incredible, uh, what he's doing at kicker. Uh, what, they had the, the, what was it, uh, Robinson ran back a kick for a touchdown. Worthy's done that. They're so explosive. They have so many weapons, but he's done a really good job.
2: I mean, yeah, he's the associate head coach, mm-hmm. uh, so he's in line to you know be the man uh, sooner rather than later at another program, and you know been around the states uh, at Texas and Texas A&M now at this point knows it very well. Um, yeah, been at Alabama, knows the, the ins and outs of how it works there as well. So yeah, I mean, in terms of a resume, uh, I think that that would be one that is uh, very impressive to Houston and the familiarity within the state as well. So yeah, uh, Jeff Banks, I think's a guy who could uh, get some consideration.
1: Yeah, uh, number four. And Phil Venzer, I'm sorry, but Barry Odom from UNLV. Look, been in the Power Five. was at Missouri before. Uh, had a little bit of success there, and then it kind of turned down. What he's done at UNLV has been very, very impressive. Uh, and they, they seem to be a program very much on the up. Uh, and but Barry Odom, uh, when it comes to getting another Power Five job, this one uh, seemed to be would be a really good transition for him. And again, he coached in the Big Twelve uh, at one twice the in the SEC. Uh, but yeah, he was he's in the in the he was there as a defensive coordinator when they were in the Big Twelve. So yeah, Barry Odom, uh, to me would be a nice choice for Houston if they made it.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, did a really nice job in Las Vegas this past season, uh, really ramped that program back up, uh you know, has been in the Big 12 to your point. Uh, Outside of that, I don't know if there's any, you know, a bunch of whole logical connections here, anything that ties him to Houston. Um, It would be a step up from UNLV. Um, I think that's fair to say. Uh, You know, (laughs) Phil probably be like, no, no, it is. Um, So, yeah, I mean, a guy with a lot of coaching experience. um, So, yeah, I I could see that. Yeah. Number three, Cliff Kingsbury.
1: He's eventually going to be a head coach again. I think he I, – like, I would not be surprised to see him be an offensive coordinator somewhere uh, again for a little bit. But he's going to be a head coach again. Uh, and I wonder what he's learned from his previous stops that would – because the biggest question about Clif, Cliff Kingsbury, you bring him in, you know you're going to score points. But the interview question that's going to be tricky for him is, okay, help me out here because I'm going to have to sell this to everyone. You had the best football player on planet Earth, on every planet in Patrick Mahomes. He was throwing for 500 yards, 700 yards in games. And I'm not even making the 700 up. We had all that happened. It was ridiculous. Uh, And they lost that game. So why why are you so deficient on defense that you could not win when you had the quarterback to end all quarterbacks? And that would be the question for any head coaching job he would get. Uh, So if he can answer that question, if he's learned a little bit, in that then, yes, Cliff Kingsbury, you know, I think is a guy who can pretty much run a program pretty smoothly. I think he's got charisma. I think players will want to play for him. You know, all those things. I mean, this is the dude who coached Johnny Football and Patrick Mahomes. He's got some – Kyler Murray, he's got some juice. But he's got a big cavernous hole that's even worse than Lincoln Riley, his current employer on defense.
2: Yeah, Texas Tech was not good when he was their head coach, yeah. and that was his alma mater. They were not good at, at really at all, and they had to move on from him. Obviously, I mean, he's able to pull in some high-level quarterback talent. I think that's something he could certainly do there. He's got the history at Houston from many years ago, um, so you know he was pretty high up the uh, the ladder there at one point in time. Uh, I don't know. I I, I mean, I, I understand why he's being mentioned as a candidate. I totally get as to why. Uh, you know, seen him. Um, you know, talked about quite a bit already. Um, for the various reasons that we've mentioned. I don't know how seriously Houston would consider him, but uh, yeah, that's certainly a name that's that's been floating out there quite a bit. Number two, Willie Fritz at Houston, at
1: Tulane, I'm sorry, at, at Tulane uh, just continues to do a great job and is a fantastic coach. Uh, my only thing about Willie Fritz is if you're Houston and you, you want a guy that you know, Willie Fritz is like 63, you know, he might be yeah. at a spot... He's living in New Orleans he seems to we've had him on the show like two or three times he seems to really love the two lane job and I don't think he's just putting that on like he he really does love that job it like he's got that's his program now and he can kind of retire at two lane and that, that would be great but he does you know warrant us a shot at the at the power five because of what he's done if he wants it and Houston and New Orleans aren't that far apart he wouldn't have to move that far he recruits that area anyway and he would recruit it with more um you know, clubs in the bag at being in the Big 12. And he's one of the better coaches in the country, uh, hands down. So Houston would be silly not to ask him.
2: Uh, there's something that's very funny, and this is just geography-wise, but Houston and New Orleans are actually really far apart. They're five hours away yeah. from one another. And that's how big the state of Texas is. But um, sometimes it, it does seem like they're well, kind of right there. I, I know what you mean I'm hours, not, I'm not you knocking know, yeah. your, your yeah. phrase. I'm just saying for people that don't realize, though, it's five hours yeah. away from each other. That's, yeah. that's not nothing. Um, and at his age, I think that – you know, I feel like he would take a bigger job to yeah. to pull him away. Is Houston that much of a step up, or is he just looking for a new challenge? If he is, then sure, that makes all the sense in the world. But as far as, like, a big competitive advantage and a step up, I mean, I suppose that they're making way more money now than Tulane is. But is it worth, you know, picking everything up and, and moving on along? I don't know. I don't know Willie Fritz uh, at all to, to know whether or not that would be attractive to him, but... I mean, Houston could certainly do far worse, and he would be a great hire. I do think the age is somewhat of a concern just because, you know, how long is he in it for, what are his thoughts on the future, and how many years he wants to continue coaching, that type of a thing. But a tremendous head coach. Just don't know if Houston's enough of a pull for him to want to, to make that trip. And number one, Jeff Trailer. I
1: thought he was the best. Look, like, and I, I love the Mike Elko hire at A and M, but I still thought Jeff Trailer was the best guy for them to hire. Uh, but uh, I think Jeff Trailer would be the best guy for a lot of schools to hire. And if somebody isn't hiring this year, somebody's probably going to hire him next year. And uh, that Ark, Arca- like you know, we haven't talked about Arkansas a lot because we don't, you know, we're not a preview much information. But Sam Pittman seems to be under the same kind of thing as as Dave Aranda, and that's a job that would go after Jeff Trailer. I, I do believe uh, if, if it were to come open next year, if he does not improve. So, um, I just think he would be perfect at it. I mean, you put him in Southeast Texas, he's going he's gonna to own that era in recruiting. He's going to do so well, and you give him more of the resources, the stuff that you're pumping into that program, uh, Jeff Traylor at Houston would be a home run, home run.
0: Yeah, I, I, uh, it's going to be hard for me to imagine that if in fact he doesn't get the job at Houston, that'll be that that he'll have to wait another year. Uh, there'll be openings even after the bowl game. We never know. But as far as the fit, Arkansas, he's been there before. Obviously, anything in Texas would make sense. That he might end up waiting another year, which for him only makes him more valuable.
2: Yeah, I'm just curious, like so what a school like. Uh... You know, Baylor is thinking, I mean, do they feel like Jeff Trailer is a worthwhile pursuit? and if so, why wait and risk that he's not there next mm-hmm. year? Um, that's, that's a very curious piece of this to me is um, whether they even looked that direction or not, but I mean, yeah, this would be a great hire for Houston. Uh, obviously, Houston is not uh, like you uh, you know typically would, would maybe have in most metros as uh, you know New Orleans is an LSU town, right? Um, uh, you know, there's probably other better examples to give. But uh, here in Texas, the city of Houston is not a Houston town. (laughs) It's an A&M town. It's a Texas town. It's an LSU town. It's a sprinkling of other things. And it's also a a Houston town, you know, down at its core. So I do think he could wreak a lot of havoc. He'd still lose plenty of guys to all the schools that I just mentioned. He wouldn't be able to just run in there and run roughshod on recruits. But he'd be able to do some some good damage and bring in a lot of talent. Uh, They'd be well coached. Uh, obviously a tough loss for them this past weekend that we, uh, we didn't get around to against Willie Fritz and Tulane. Um, But yeah, he's a heck of a coach and I'm just curious now of kind of what the holdup is uh, at this point. I mean, he's got a bunch of experience. He's been at UTSA for quite a while now. He knows the state. uh, He knows the sec. Uh, So yeah, like what's, what's the big holdup here for Jeff trailer other than just timing and maybe it's just timing. Maybe that's all it is, but yeah, you'd have to imagine that sooner or later he's going to make a jump. And the way the, the, Everything's building up. I mean, him in Houston would seem like the, the most logical uh, I, conclusion.
0: I think that his value goes up because of the schools that are, for example, Baylor, Arkansas, Houston of Houston. You never know what they're going to do, but uh, his value to me only goes up. One, also thing, one, one thing also to think about is where you have these openings and it doesn't work out. Don't forget, a lot of people have about the same agent. They're talking, too, about – who's being offered, what is available. Some ADs have the same agent as coaches. And you wonder how much discussion among all of that might lead to somebody either being hired or playing the game of just wait, your your time will come. But Jeff Traylor, another year it appears, if it's not Houston, at UTSA.
2: Yeah, does he know what it's like without Frank Harris being on campus? Yeah after all this time. Well, he's got McCown, be he got
0: one of the McCown kids. No, I a understand that, from, but, but you're just, right, it's a different animal. He's been yeah.
2: six, seven years with Frank Harris there in San Antonio with him, so it's going to be a, a weird year uh, if he's back there from just that standpoint. But, yeah, they'll be fine, and he'll be good wherever he lands, but – Uh, Yeah, just possibly having to wait a little longer than uh, expected. And I'm glad you didn't include Tom Herman on here because I think there's a snowball's chance in hell that Houston would welcome him back under any circumstances. It doesn't seem like anybody's real keen on that idea given how he left the first time around. But I've seen that floated around quite a bit obviously as everybody's just kind of speculating and trying to put two and two together that yeah don't don't ike turner that thing right
0: yeah hey everybody all of you we had a bunch of you on the chat room but uh we understand that's just a very small amount of what is watching or listening to us every day had a couple of more reach out to me over the weekend Bumped into somebody uh at the golf course who listens and watches us i was at waco custom marketplace young man Asking me as a big Texas fan, asking me about what's happening next with them as far as the game before they played Tech, and also, of course, now they play Oklahoma State.
1: This has been a
0: Rogue Media Network production.